do for you? You have been chopped. Fuck off you, you fat useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shite. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious. We're big and beefy. You got the culinary renegade Rob Burmeister here, and next to me, as always, is my Brigitte loving buddy, Chef Clemenza Caserta, the Italian scallion. Yeah, baby. Right. I, I gotta say, it's Christmas all over again. I first, I first left the house and went to see one of my other friends, and she gave me this basket with Nutella and balsamic glaze and campanata and crackers and these chocolate Italian candies and handmade pastas, which I thought was spectacular. Until I got upstairs in the studio, <laughs> Burmeister had the Christmas gift on the table with a gorgeous-looking super saw that I would absolutely do phallic things with, <laughs> and a nice fucking half a pound of beautifully, I'm talking beautifully thin-cut, paper-thin, perfect, nutty, gorgeous. 36-month-aged. Yeah, aged for shoots. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, how come fresh mutts? Can't yes, forget the fresh mutts. <laughs> and I had a little, little loaf of Italian bread, which is gone, by the way. I, <laughs> I did gone. share. I did share with Philomena and Burma. Yes, but I'll be honest. I, I really you didn't want to. feel guilty about taking it. Yeah, I really didn't want to. I would have gave me the mutts and the super size. The prosciutto was hard for me. That was big. Right. That was big. That's how you know you loved. When I'm giving up my prosciutto to you. Yeah. That's how you know you love. So. Well, that's what, you know, after, because last week you had, gave me that bacon monopoly, it was great. And I was like, I got to get him some some of his, like his dream meal. Yeah. That's what's got to be up there when he when he comes in. So, and there you go, now it's gone. <laughs> At first, I, didn't know, I saw the prosciutto. Once I opened up the bag and I saw it, I was like, did he sick bastard really get me prosciutto? And then I was like, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was nice. It was perfect, too. Because I hate, you know what it's? I hate when you go spend, you know, fifteen, thirteen, eighteen dollars, thirty six dollars on a half a pound to a pound of prosciutto, and it's not sliced right, right. and it's all Thanks. stuck together, and they mm-hmm. don't layer it with all the paper in between, and you spend fifteen to thirty dollars, and it's all shit. Right. But this is the way prosciutto should be cut. Where you can peel off that nice layer, it's got the nice little fat gap. Right. It's not stuck together. It's a whole piece. Bread, it's not like the half. super side, the mozzarella. Man, I'm gonna have fucking heaven over here. I'm gonna go to the car, get the basket, bring it over. Matter of fact, I may be sleeping outside tonight. You're fucking all <laughs> You'll find me half asleep with the fucking super side in my hand and falling asleep and the fucking Nutella <laughs> dripping off the side of my fucking mouth. <laughs> well, that was good. So, speaking of Christmas and stuff, how was your Christmas? 
It was, right, pretty, that was this week, wasn't it? When was yeah, it? It was pretty good. It was the other day, right? Went out to Jersey, had some fucking banging food. You know what it's? I, I love all the fish, don't get me wrong. It was great. We had baked clams, we had fried shrimp, we had stuffed lobsters, we had the bupo salad, and the fruit de mars, and bukiri gai, gikiri goo, and bikiri bakiri boo. They had parmesan. And then the greatest thing happened to me. These people have a game room. And inside that game room was a game that I've been looking for as longer than the Fortune Bubble Bubble Gum. And it was the Robotron machine oh. with Defender, Frogger, Galaxy, Pac-Man, Dig Dug, oh. and Centipede. Now, all in one Centipede is one of my favorites. Now I'm dying to find the game, and I go on eBay, and poof, there it is, three hundred ninety-nine dollars only. And it's like a you stand in front of it. It's, it's, it's a smaller version of a regular arcade game. It's probably right. about two feet shorter. And a foot and a half less wide, a smaller screen. Now, 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 hold up. I find a tabletop version of the same game. With the same size screen as the arcade. But picture the arcade game split in half in width and then split in half in length. And it stacks right on your bar. But it is $800. And he doesn't have a bar. No, but it's like porn. You just gotta keep watching no, it. Like no, 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 no. I already got this down, yo. Right. I got a little bit of money coming. I got a little something else. I think I'm gonna trade in and finagle. And I think I got a deal going on here with the guy. I'm getting one or the other. I'm absolutely getting one or the other. You gotta do it like Alaska Bush people, man. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta uh, barter. I I'm, 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 may have to give up some of that prosciutto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you four slices of prosciutto, three pieces of super sun, a third of a mozzarella, three hundred dollars, two fucking movie DVDs, and a couple of Roy Rogers coupons. <laughs> a couple of Roy Rogers coupons. They want a grand fucking set of fucking Hell's Kitchen DVDs. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> And I'll wash your car for six months. <laughs> hey, well, whatever, man. I mean, that, that's how they Mark do it. my words. The Robotron machine, one or the other, will be mine. I've wanted this my whole life. Just like the Bose radio. Philomena got me a Bose radio for Christmas. Beautiful. Wait, wait, wait. Here's the fucked up thing. Let me tell you, people, if you got the Bose Wave Radio 5, at, by no means leave the volume all the way up to 100. And then by no means touch the top of it because it has a touch screen where it goes on. Oh. And I did not know that at 6 o'clock in the morning while drinking a hot cup of coffee and I touched the thing. I jumped like the fucking little girl was coming to haunt me out of the corner of the room type of thing. I was so fucking scared <laughs> out of my mind. It freaked me the fuck out. But it was it was a great gift and uh, yeah, he Christmas called, was good. He calls me up and he's like, I put my radio on. I was like, what do you mean you put your radio on? I, I, I don't know. I, middle, middle, I, I don't know what I did, but I touched I, it. I was all excited. Like, I was all excited about the like, touch screen feature. Okay. I mean, how bad is that? You don't even have to get the remote. You can just tap the thing and it goes on. Oh, yeah. Now, That's if awesome. you make me a cup of coffee and give me a back rub, I'd really be impressed. But uh, things are good, man. Christmas was good. Christmas Eve was good. Christmas Day, you know, in the house. I did more lobster again. Like an well, idiot. And you know what I had a gout attack. Yeah, well, here's the trick, too, that I've learned from my father. Much as my father's a little scummy, but this is a great thing he's always done. And maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but for me it ain't. We always serve the pasta right before we serve the lobsters. So they don't eat the lobster. Exactly. So <laughs> I had these, stuffed, these lobster stuffed shells with almost like a lobster bitch kind of sauce. A buddy of mine 
at Severoli. I'm going to plug Severoli a little bit there for a minute. Severolifoods.com, who does the older raviolis. It's a new product they're trying to launch. And they gave me a sample box, and I made them. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, no, have, a, have two more stories. But you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just piling them on people's plates. And then the lobsters came out. And nobody wanted to eat them. And nobody wanted to eat them. them. I had a half a stuffed shell. For the Andy Boss, I had one piece of mozzarella and a sliver of prosciutto, and I sat there waiting for the lobsters. Yeah, I popped them twice, and then uh, I sat there, and it was like a pagan shit. And I, I love a good lobster tail. Oh, I, yeah. I love an oregano with the breadcrumb, mm-hmm. the olive oil, the fresh garlic, the parsley, the oregano, the grated cheese, a little bit of paprika, and you just olive oil, a little bit of white wine. And you lightly bread the tail of it. And it is just something and you magical. Crisp it up under the broiler yep. later. I like yep. when it's mushy, but I love the crunch yes, on the top. Yes, it's got to be crunchy on top and mushy on the inside. I could eat just the breadcrumb. Bread I love the breadcrumb. We used to do a shrimp scampi at the, at the Lake Cafe. And you mean just the breadcrumb? Yeah, it would be the breadcrumb, like just yep. lay it out and garlic butter and wine and stuff. But then you like stir in the breadcrumbs into the sauce, to, yep. and it was. Fantastic. I would actually take the breadcrumb and the sauce and just throw it on Italian bread and eat it like yeah. that without the shrimp bread. Mm-hmm. But that's because we're two fat bastards. Yeah, exactly. We like the simple things. Yeah. Like on the the garnish, as yeah. you say. Like everyone's Because you know what it is? Guys like you and me were so sick of the shrimps and the steaks. And mm-hmm. the, we, we've seen it all. We butchered it all. We've caught it all. We made it all. But it's the simplest little things that no one can make right except for a few of us. Right. Like, I'm sorry. The oregano mix is very simple. But it's one of those things, like linguine, garlic, and oil. It's four ingredients. Right. 90% of people can't cook it right. Mm-hmm. Can't burn the garlic. Nope. A little pinch of crushed red yes. pepper in there. Yes. But and Now, you want a secret to that? A half an anchovy. I love I love anchovy. I put anchovies anchovy in everything. Yeah. And don't tell anyone. No, you don't tell anyone. No. I know. Now I know. Because we just found out today that uh, Mary's sister's pregnant again. And we were ordering food or something. She goes, ah, I don't, I, I just can't. When I'm pregnant, I can't eat any kind of bird. Chicken freaks me out and stuff. And I'm like, well, you can order whatever you want because I eat like a pregnant lady anyway. <laughs> so I'm like, you ever tried peanut butter and anchovies? And she almost threw up. And her father was like, this, wow, that sounds good. <laughs> but peanut it's delicious. I love anchovies. it. But back to the Christmas Eve fish stuff. I went to Christmas Eve with my sisters and my my stepmother Ro. You know, Ro. Yes, of course. She made fruit of Damar and dropped it off at Now, who is the person I go swimming with? Is that Ro's friend? What's her name? That's Ro's cousin. Ro's cousin, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rosemary, I believe. Yes. So, she made it, dropped it off. She wasn't there or anything. But I was digging it, and the shrimp were cooked. They were huge and stuff, and I was pushing them aside. All I wanted was the skinjeel and the calamar in it, and the celery for some reason. I was really digging on the celery. But it was fantastic, except she dropped it off and spilt some on her lap. So I had to go back home to get changed. And when she went to get clothes, the whole closet collapsed. I would have been the juice mode. out of a pant leg. Like yeah, <laughs> we can make tea. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, so it was good. My sister made that, but she makes this killer BLT dip. It's bacon, tomato, mayo, sour cream. It's almost like an onion dip, but with... Like shredded lettuce, tomato, and hunks of bacon in it. And it's like, you know when you're eating a I BLT? Got you that sounds fantastic. Oh, it's great. You know when you're eating a BLT and, and the, the tomato mixes with the mayo and kind of drips down your arm? Yeah. That's what it's like eating a bowl of that. Nice. Bowl of arm drips. 
<laughs> bowl of objects. Okay. But it was delicious. She made, you know, stuffed mushrooms. She made these chicken parmesan bites. It was little pieces of chicken stuffed with mozzarella. And she deep fried them and then had a sauce I'm next to it. I'm going to on that super side. I'm getting fucking hot But it, I was like, ooh, peg, nice. She had a little fryer later on. She was frying up these. Now, things. I love stuffed mushrooms. One of my favorite things. But I like the, ro- the mushrooms actually roasted on the bite. I got a little trick I do. We, my, now, my mom makes the best oregano. Bar none makes the best fucking oregano mix. I come very close to it. But olive oil in the pan, get the mushrooms roasted. At the very last minute, I have a little white wine already reduced. I throw some fresh garlic, white wine, butter, and parsley in the bottom of the pan. Just so the mushroom doesn't get soggy and it's still roasted. Right. But it has that little bit of liquidy juice that you can, like, almost pour it right over the little, oh, dude, a little piece of it. I would yeah. eat mushroom sandwiches. I was actually eating stuffed mm-hmm. mushrooms with that juice on on a piece of Italian bread, and it was the best. Now do you take the stems out, chop them up, and then saute them up and stuff it? And if then I'm in the mood, that's usually what I do. Mm-hmm. But if I'm being lazy, You're sometimes I throw them away or I just save them and I put them in a vegetable yeah. salad. I, I take the stems and I put a little bit of uh, vinegar and some garlic, and I cook them, and then vinegar. I eat them like that. Yeah. So like pickles, like uh, like okay. the mushrooms, yeah, like, you know, like the mushroom, marinated okay. mushrooms, nice. Mm, That's not a bad idea. I'm I'm a big fan. Isn't it a little bit of oil? Something. You know what? That's actually a good idea. <clears throat> Pickle the mushroom stems. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Yeah. A lot of people throw them out. Because the stem, I just like doing it because I'm lazy. I like the stem because it's it's shred like, you know. Well, like the stem shred. is where a lot of the flavor is too. Yeah. Even like broccoli, I hate people that throw out the broccoli stalks. Uh, I either freeze them to make a stock or a cream, but you can I make, make the best. Slot. You can make a broccoli soup without any fucking florets with just the stems, and if you have enough stem, it'll be just as good, if not better, because that's where all the flavor is. Yeah, I I, I peel the skin off on the yes, outside. That's the thing. You have to peel it. And then julienne it up and make a slaw with it. It's great. Yeah. But I like that. I like vegetables with Where's that. Where's that fucking super side? I'm hungry again. I'm gonna <laughs> take a bite right out of it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. Well, for Christmas, Mary got me another uh, vapor thing. Now, I got to tell you, people, I took a puff of this thing, and I don't know what this kid's got in there, but let me tell you something. One fuck, I don't know how he does it. One puff, and I can actually, look at these cloud, the whole cloud. The whole yeah, it's, smells it's like, oatmeal raisin cookie. It smells like oatmeal. That's, that's what's fucked up about you. You smoke all this delicious stuff, this oatmeal raisin cookie stuff, and I get hungry every fucking show. <laughs> I leave here, I'm starving. And I'm wondering why. Like, I just eat. I'm smelling cookies. I'm smelling chocolate. I'm smelling fucking cappuccino. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, well, they don't make savory ones. I would love, like, uh, you know, I'm speaking of BLT. I'd love, like, a BLT flavor. I would love, like, a meatball parmesan vape. <laughs> <laughs> But actually, when you're done pulling out of your mouth, the cheese, for some reason. I got a little bit of that cheese coming out. But, uh, yes, I mean, it it was a good week, you know. Got some clothes that don't fit, got to take them back. But I I asked for gift cards because, like I said, I got got weighed in. I'm pushing 300 pounds now, and nothing fits me because my legs don't change. You got to go to DXL. Yeah. Listen to what I'm telling you. DXL has clothes that'll fit you because you're kind of tall. You are tall, mm-hmm. and you 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 can big, but they now they're a little pricey. But I got stuck into buying a Ralph Lauren hoodie for myself. 
Christmas gifts I bought for myself. I figured, how bad can a Ralph Lauren hoodie be? $135 fucking dollars. But you know what? It's the most comfortable, sharpest. And this one I got on was Adidas. But I got this on sale, 50% off. And then I had a $20 coupon. And then I got a $20 coupon for the Ralph thing. So it wasn't terrible. <laughs> but I noticed one thing. Like, you, you got to, certain things, you, you got to just pay the money. Right. When you get up in the big boy sizes, you got to pay the money. Or else you're and and you have to try it on. Because yes, you, you can have look, to try it on. Because I have two vests she brought me. Triple X. All right, that's fine. You this know. is a 5X. Yeah. My other one is a double X. My other one's a 3X. Yeah. They it make the whole thing different. Yeah. But, I well, mean, you know. It makes like, 10 $20 more in X. Yeah. When you go into 2X, 3X, you'll see an extra large for 59 mm-hmm. bucks, Then you'll see the 1X for 60 And then the 2, 3X is like $80, 90 sometimes. Well, that's buying chef coats. Yeah. They're like, on sale, ten ninety nine. By the time you get off yeah. prices, it's like $45. It's $375. <laughs> You want it embroidered? No thanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, so I got to take that back because you know, there's a lot of, I guess, big. I guess this is made for a guy that's in shape. I'm telling you, I depth. never thought it. You got to try DXL. Even like I wear the Ralph Lauren Polo Sport underwear now. Mm-hmm. Now it's thirty dollars for two pants of fucking underwear. But it's the greatest but underwear. No, forty two dollars for two. But it's the greatest fucking underwear. I feel like. Rubbing one out every time I put them on. <laughs> it's fantastic. And really, like, no joke. You go, you, and look, I'm not cheap with that, but you go, you buy $10 pair of underwear, whatever. Eh. Right. Well, but you, these things. Right, but when you do see T-shirts, oh, look, 10 for $10 or something, you buy them, they're good the first time you wear them. Here's the thing. And I'm going to tell, tell you something about the T-shirt. I bought the Ralph Lauren T-shirts at $25 a piece. I got another one that's $50 for a shirt. $50 for a fucking T-shirt. They're garbage. Now I found a spot near the mall, near the gym, that has five dollar white t shirts that they don't stretch, they don't shrink, they'll almost stain resistant. I don't know what the fuck these things are made out of, but this is the greatest t shirt I and I have fifty, sixty dollar t shirts. Yeah. And my five I don't even buy them no more. They stretch, they no, wear out. Especially us. Yeah. I mean, I I forget I saw anything on Facebook, and it I the reason I read it because it caught my eye, but some so I think it might have been Diane DeMayo wrote being a chef is the worst. Every single shirt you own is ruined with yes. one splatter of yes. grease. And Absolutely. it's true. Every T-shirt I got Absolutely. has That's why I started cooking. buying the cheaper shirts. Yeah. And then I found a cheap shirt that was even the Fruit of the Loom in the pack. The five T-shirts for like $10, $13 $13. Are not bad. You'll wash them three or four or five times. You know, if you don't dry them, you'll get six or eight washes out of them. Right. But I don't, I don't wear the expensive shirts anymore because you're right. No matter how much you're buttoned up with an apron over it, that grease or a little crumb finds a way down the hole of your shirt mm-hmm. and stains it right in the middle. Or the cigarette. The cigarette, like the little hot cold, <laughs> yeah. will go, won't find the chef's coat or the apron, but it'll find a way to burn a hole in your fucking shirt. Yep. And then you get the ones that shrink to where if you stand up straight, the shirt comes up over your belly and half your belly's hanging out. So, all the time. So you got to yeah. wear two. T-shirts and tuck one in yeah. so your stomach's not happy. Exactly. Because <laughs> they they, some of my T-shirts look like I got them in Seaside Heights in like 1984 with the mesh hat. Remember the half shirt was big? Everyone wore the half yeah. T-shirt. I never did. I never wore half T-shirt. My father wears them sometimes. We play softball and then like at the end of the game he takes his shirt off and he has like a half shirt. No. Then he made himself. No. <laughs> no. I'm like, what are you doing? 
I got to see this. You have to get video. Oh, it. God, it's great. It's great. You have to get this on video. Oh, man. <laughs> Matter of fact, why you don't have it on video yet is a mystery to me. This could be the YouTube sensation right now. Yeah, well, I've been running around the bases and sliding the home with a half T-shirt. No, well, he has his, his shirt on, but at the end of the game, he takes the jersey off, and he's got half shirt. <laughs> so Meanwhile, I'm sitting there making fun of him as my T-shirt's right up. Does he say relax on it? Like, does he relax? Relax? Don't do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Frankie says relax. Big Bob says relax. Exactly. <laughs> but... Yeah, so I'm I'm at that point right now where nothing fits me, getting aggravated. Well, that's why you got to spend the money. You're right. You got to try it on. I'm telling you, uh, plug them again. DXL, the greatest store I've ever found because they got anything from a large all the way up to a six seven X. Yeah. And tall and short and every different fucking color from Tommy Hill to Ralph Lauren to Adidas to their own fucking brand, and it's fucking great. Yeah. Because then you find something that fits, but it's too short on you because you're tall. Right. Then I find something that fits and it's down to my knees. I can dress because I'm short and stubby. Yeah. But this, this, these places has they cater to the big guys. They do. And and I like the commercial. The guy's like skate coming out of the, out of the dressing room skating and stuff because uh-huh. he finally found clothes that fit him. Dude, he that was me. Clothes with big guys. Yeah. That was me. I even found sneakers. I found fucking sketches and and uh, Cubans he got in vans. Yeah. What more sneakers again? Yeah. So. Maybe I'll head out there. I don't know. I got like 150 bucks in Macy's gift cards. I don't know. So I figure I can go there because they have everything. Shoes. I give you 80 bucks for them. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I used to. I used to sell them. Since pants? Who, who gave me a since pants gift certificate for 25 bucks? All right. Remember since pants? Yes, I, I never wore those clothes. No. They're like Guido clothes. So I'd sell it for 20 bucks. You know? Like whatever. But yeah. it, it was good times. But... But now Christmas is over, the New Year's coming. Mm-hmm. This is going to be our last show for a little while. That's right. Yep, we're yep. going a little hiatus. We're going to rebuild. We're going to rebuild. Bigger and better things are coming. We, we can't say what, but uh, you'll see. You'll yeah. find out. So, um, you know, maybe we'll rerun some old ones or something like that. Yeah. Or see if I can figure that out. But hopefully uh, Stephen Lee will call in tonight. I put some on his page. Yeah, I tried to get Chef Lou to call in, Chef Jess to call in. Yeah. Let's see if we can get Pete to call in. Maybe, uh, what do you think, Burmeister? We, we, uh, is it time for our little news segment or, uh... Yeah, do a little news. If I, if, uh, we can find <laughs> You know, you think we'd be... Here we go, here we go, I got it, I got it. All right, let's do it, baby. CTF News with Big and Beefy. Tidbit of news that just offends me, and it doesn't at the same time. This has been like the news crazy. We've seen this all over the place, and apparently a lot of people are making White Castle pizza. They're taking a whole bunch of burgers, laying, putting a little sauce down in the bottom of the pan, a shitload of mozzarella and grated cheese, and topping it off with some mozzarella and calling it a White Castle. Now I'm a fan of White Castle. Is it White Castle? It's yeah. Not it. No, White Castle's are doing it. This is the new craze what people are doing with White Castle. I love I think White Castle to me is bottom on the best hamburger in any hamburger chain. It's better than Wendy's, better than McDonald's, better than Burger King. I don't care what you tell me. Yeah. Because you but know it's going to be a tiny little thing. With they got balls for their prices because their prices just are more money. For the amount of meat they put on there, you go to Burger King and McDonald's. If they were smart and go back to their retro prices or come up with a bigger burger, they blow Burger King and fucking yeah. McDonald's away. Because it's just so much. It's a better burger, man. 
Yeah. That soft bun with the gooey inside dough and the onion. We got a caller calling in already. Yes, we do. Let's see who this can be. You want to interrupt? Let's interrupt. You know what? Screw the news right now. All right. Yeah, sure. Hey, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Okay. <laughs> we just got pranked. Click. <laughs> I guess you are there. Hello. Hello. You're yes? chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Who is this? This is um, Patty Almanza. Hello, Patty. How are you? I'm good. Um, yeah, I just commented on um, on your on your post on Facebook. Okay, that was that yeah. top five. Was that the top five posts on the best things you've eaten all year? Yes, the best thing that, I, that I've eaten all year. Um, you know, I started eating everything with turkey, so you know, ground turkey. Um, so I started making like the ground turkey burgers and the, even you know using the ground turkey and the spaghetti and everything, and on my oh, pizza. Nice. So you know, I mean, I love pizza, spaghetti, chicken, but you know, doctor told me I had to eat differently, so I did. You know, out of out of all the things that I've done with turkey, you know, I never thought. And this is going to sound really stupid and great, but I never thought instead of putting ground beef to substitute a ground turkey pizza. I kind of really like that idea. Yeah. yeah. It's just oh, like a light bulb off of my head. I've, I've done turkey chili, turkey burgers, turkey bolognese. I've never done ground turkey on pizza. I'm going to try it. Yes, please. You know, I mean, it's the best pizza that you will ever eat in your whole life. Lasagna, everything, just turkey. Um, and, I just made um, uh, turkey meatballs for I uh, catered the school lunch. Okay. But I put my homemade kimchi relish in it and made like dim sum meatballs. Nice. They were oh. phenomenal, and it was turkey. It was great. Yes. Now, and, do you um, have any kind of any any kind of trick you do? Because turkey can be dry. You got to be a little careful when you're cooking. So I mean, what else? I mean, do you do, you do any kind of trick with it? Or are you just making straight up turkey burgers, pasta? What are you doing? You're making well, all these dishes yourself. Yes, and I always use like um, ketchup, um, you know, just tomato ketchup or or either t- tomato paste, um, anything to you know. And I put like a little oil in it, like olive oil, and okay. um, they come out really juicy and everything. You know, everything. I mean, turkey's not that dry. You know, when it's the burger and everything, you cut up like the onions, the the hot peppers, and right. you know, put a little, um, just a little bit of. Um, Something tomatoey in it, you know, and and you know, just it's just juicier, I, you know, and like always add just like um a couple of teaspoons of uh, olive oil. You know, here's the thing with olive oil too. People think uh, olive oil is actually healthy for you if used in moderation. Yeah. Right. Let me let me tell you something. My grandfather lived until he was 96 years old, and everybody thought that and he was a little bit insane. He was a little wacky Italian guy, but he would drink <laughs> teaspoons of olive oil. Yeah. And we all like, yeah. And he would, yeah. I'm like, we look at him like he was fucking crazy. I'm like, here's a guy. I'm like, what is this guy drinking olive oil for? But he would do that, take a sip of red wine, and let me tell you something. He must have must have did his body good because he lived until he's 96. That's because he shit yeah, out well, all I mean, <laughs> I want to tell you about olive oil in the South. You know, um, when when I, you know, when um, you know, like the older people, like years ago, um. They used olive oil, you know, like they would give kids like a teaspoonful of it. It would get rid of worms and everything. Yes, oh, yeah. absolutely correct. Now, I'm going to tell you something. It's not so much gross, but when I, <laughs> like right around high school, I had a little yeah. patch of psoriasis on my scalp. And my barber said, yes, heat up olive oil on the stove and then take a cotton ball and dab it on there. I yeah. had like greasy hair for about a month, but man, it, it went away. It was great. 
Yeah, I mean, and, you know, it gives like, yeah, the minerals, you know, that your hair needs, you know. I mean, it's really a good, um, like, a, um, a hot oil treatment for your hair. Olive oil is really good for that, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, let, let me yeah. give you another trick with the turkey burger that I actually learned from Rachel Ray is you okay. put sweet pickle relish in with it, and that'll keep it moist and give it a little flavor. Sweet pickle? Uh, okay. Relish, you know the relish you put on hot dogs. Do like a teaspoon or two in the mix of your burgers. Well, here's the thing I've learned about down south, and maybe she knows it, maybe she doesn't know it. They don't really know what relish and and red onions are, like the hot dog cart red onions. Oh, right. They do coleslaw on their hot dogs. Well, well, I mean, I know about relish and red onions on my hot dogs because I mean okay. I love hot dogs. And um, but I started the turkey thing though. You know, I'll tell you, I lost sixty-seven pounds doing the turkey thing nice. this year. Nice. Yeah. See, when I when I was in yeah. Virginia, they they had a couple of hot dog carts, and no one knew what that red onions was or relish. They all just had coleslaw. I'm like, you all got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends on each. You know, maybe I was just in, in Richmond, Virginia, but you know. And, and she's got a point. Let me tell you something. You start eating healthy, like you're saying, with the turkey and cutting back. Now, are you doing yeah. a lot of carbs? Are you cutting out carbs completely? What are, you, what are you doing? I am eating absolutely everything that I want to eat all day long. I'm just substituting the meat with turkey. And um, and also for dessert, I used to be an ice cream freak. And now the only thing that I eat for dessert is Greek yogurt. So Yes, yes. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the Dan and Vanilla Greek yogurt is fantastic. It's almost like yes. whipped cream. It is unbelievable. Yes. I'm hooked on the Dana Greek yogurt. You're absolutely right. And you know what? It, 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 from from going to ice cream, now I was a big Italian ice guy. I like a little bit of chocolate after dessert. Once I got hooked yeah. on those Greek yogurts, you'd be surprised how many calories you cut out. And you don't crave, after the yogurt, you don't crave the ice cream. You don't crave the sugar. It's, it's, it is that satisfying. Well, or if you don't have, if the Greek yogurt's too expensive, you get regular yogurt. And put no, it through, well, I mean, let it sit in some cheesecloth. And it's it not even that expensive. Now they got them like 10 for 10 bottles all yeah. the time in the supermarket. On no, no, no. Let, let me tell you what you do with the Greek yogurt. You 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 spread it out, you, you know, like you, you know, you make it more. Like you can take like one tub of Greek yogurt and you can turn it into like a week's worth of stuff. Like um, what I do is I mix in a banana, you know, I put it all okay. in like a mix. You know, and I mix in like you know banana for the sweetness because you know I'm like a sugar freak, so I have to have some yeah. sugar. So that banana, you know, really does you know the job. And you can also add like an orange. You can like I mean, but always use the Greek uh, yogurt that is like um, vanilla or just a plain. Because now if you use the plain, you're gonna have to use like uh, an orange and a banana because the plain yeah. is like horrible by itself. Yeah, see, I go with the vanilla. Honey, you got a little honey in there. Or I go with the vanilla, and I, I I haven't tried the banana yet. I'm gonna try it. But I'll take whatever fruit I have in my refrigerator. Yeah. Even if even if it's like my mom came home the other day, she brought me this um little fruit cup with uh, strawberries, pineapple, rest. so I had the Greek yogurt. I took a handful of mixed fresh fruit. I just cut it up, threw it into the yogurt, and I actually took two yogurts, and that's what I had for dinner. It was two yogurts. Yeah. And one big bowl with some cut-up fruit and had a little bit of granola that I sprinkled on top, and that was my yeah. dinner. Well, I tell you what, when I do go on my huh. eating healthy binge and I do lose 50, 60 pounds, it's always, and I'll eat yogurt <laughs> like my hair's on fire. I'll wake well, up and eat it. Well, one of us lost 50, 60 pounds. Well, sure, I lost 50 <laughs> pounds, and I put it right back on, saying it's cocky. I'm like, wow, I feel great. Everything fits. Boom, give me some No, but listen, um, um, <laughs> 
instead of fruit, use chunky applesauce. You know, I mean, just just um, just get it. You know, and put the chunky a- applesauce on top of it. Use like chunky um, um, strawberry applesauce or chunky um, peach applesauce. You know, and it's just like fruit in your yogurt. I gotta try that. Yeah, I really gotta I mean, try that. It's I really do. Fun, I don't want you know, my I'm yogurt. Because I mean, I was like so so overweight. Now I'm not. So you know, I mean, I was like, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, toting around sixty-seven pounds that you didn't need, you know. And it only took me like we're eight doing months. it right now. <laughs> That's my left leg. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we're doing it right yeah. now. Yeah, no, you're right. Because I I always say to somebody because I got some severe back problems. I, I fell and all that other good stuff. But I'm like, and I tell yeah. people, I'm like, listen, you're in pain. But I'm a hundred pounds. Imagine having another. It's almost like having another person attached to your body. You know, yeah. it really is. And when you drop that weight, because I've lost that weight before. Unfortunately, I just had surgery. I got hurt. I'm just now starting to get back to being able to do half the stuff I couldn't do for a while. And you feel yeah. it. You feel that weight. Yeah. Yes. Uh, now, where are yeah. you calling us from? What part of the South? I am in Hamlet, North Carolina, and I am uh, your friend on Facebook. I am P.O. Almanza on Facebook. Um, I'm friends with uh, Clem. Yep, I see you. That's me. All right, cool. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, I am your friend on Facebook, and I am a I've written a cookbook. I've got a cookbook. Um, you know, you might want to try it. You know, it's like simple recipes. Um, okay. Are you do, you do you actually sell the cookbook? Yes, it's on Amazon. Um, it's well, um. Tell us. Let's yeah, yeah, we'll push promote, it. Push it. We'll promote it for you. What's the right, By the way, I just requested you. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's Family Meals and Desserts by P.L. It's, you know, it's Family Meals and Desserts, Recipes from the Kitchen of P.L. God, I'm getting all mixed up here. You excited me when you said you were going to promote it. You know, (laughs) We have that effect on people. (laughs) Yeah, really. I mean. Yeah, you. I mean, you know, you just got me like you know tongue tied here. So let me get myself together here. And um, uh, yes, my cookbook is <laughs> family. Family meals. You know, and I mean, you made me even by P.L. Almanza. Recipes from the kitchens of Ellen, Grace, Margaret, and me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How right, did you cool. find that so quick? I looked yeah. it up. And now I'm going to put it on, yeah, I'm going to put it on Chew in the Fats page. Yeah, there you go. We'll put it up on our page. We'll tell everybody to check it out. Yeah. And they are simple recipes, you know, and um, I write for this magazine, and I write a recipe every month, and the magazine, the name of the magazine is Writer um, Monthly Review, uh, R-I-G-H-T-E-R, Writer Monthly Review, um, um, you you know you can find all of my recipes like I've got like um I do like three recipes every month. Okay. Oh, awesome. And the book does not have all of the recipes, and all of them are always very very simple. And um, I always leave. I never cook with salt. Okay. Ooh, I wouldn't be able to yeah, do that. <laughs> you know, I I agree. Look, here's here's what I think. I think a pinch of salt you almost have to have, but I have done some dishes without salt. And there are some other ways, like Mrs. Dash even has a spice with no salt in it. It's like it's like dried garlic, rosemary, thyme. It's a bunch of herbs and black pepper. And and let me tell you but something. But have you ever cooked like a a pork chop? Have you ever just you know just cooked it down you know to saute just you know just all the way down? And and I mean it's so salty, you know it's already salty, 
You know, even yes, if you get I mean, that right globalization on it, yes, yeah. I agree. I yeah, agree, but I, I have to have that pinch of salt. And it's certainly, you know what, little by little, though, I'm training myself to go less and less salt when I cook. And I'm at that point where it's just one, like I get the salt in the thing where you spin it like the pepper. Right. Well, I used to do like six, seven twists. Now I do like one little twist, and that's enough for me. Uh, and it's okay. weird. Like, I'm starting to taste like... Even something I ate the other day, I was like, holy crap, this is really salty. And I was like the only person that thought that, but I'm like, I can actually taste the salt. And you don't realize how bad it is. I'm actually, I actually feel better with less salt. Well, yeah. Mary, when I go over there, I go, can I have the salt? And the kids are so, <laughs> they know me so much that they have a bowl of it, of kosher salt for me. Because it's like I'm cooking wow. on the fight. I just have it. I'm like, ah, I just love it. I, that's because my, uh, I don't know, my uh, I got like polyps in my sinuses and I can't taste a lot of things, but, you know, it, it's, uh, I got to cut off on the salt too. Yeah. I like yeah, I mean, you know, when my mama yeah, and grandma were growing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be surprised, you know, like um, how good you'd feel because I used to have like swollen ankles and my feet yeah, would too. swell. Mm-hmm. Me too. You know, and it, it was the salt. You know, the salt was killing me. You know, the salt I was actually have, I have something what they call lymphedema. So my legs are cut. My, my one leg is always swollen. And it's when your lymphatic system fails to pump your water through your body. Right. And it settles either in your arms or your legs. Fortunate or unfortunate, it's only half, not too terrible in one leg. But I figured there's no cure for it. So I figured out all I can do. The salt ain't going to matter. But what I did notice, when you stop the Chinese food... And the, the ramen salt. noodles. Yeah. And you start <laughs> yeah. eating all that fucking ramen noodles. You start eating, it does make a difference. Because yeah. the yeah. more salt you take in, the more liquid your body yes. uh, produces. Retains. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you know, and and see, I can't afford to. I mean, I have heart failure, and um, I'm diabetic, and I have high blood pressure. So I was I was absolutely killing myself. I've had heart surgery, you know. Um, I was killing myself. You know, I feel better now than... You know, hopefully I'll be able to live, you know, a lot longer than, you know, than was, you know, right. yeah, so. Well, just I follow mean, your own follow your own recipes. We got to get everybody yeah. to buy this little cookbook. This is a great little book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, I mean, that's just like, you know, just, I mean, it was just, it's really, to me, it's like a sampler because, I mean, you know, it, it's not my best, but, you know, it's something I wanted to get out this year, you know, in honor of my grandmother and my mother. So, you know, I got it out there this year. But next year, my recipe book, uh, my um, my cookbook should be a lot better next year. See, that, you know? that's, that's the thing. You know, when you got someone like yourself who has a, a mission and, and a reason for it and a passion for it, especially coming from down south, you have that pride and all that. These are some, you know, you'll find some great recipes and you'll find some really love you know and here's the thing i tell everybody about recipes it's it's a guideline to for you to start these recipes are going to be great but look if you don't like garlic you want to put something else in but you have the basic formula now on how to cook healthy and how to cook better and i always tweak recipes i look at things and i'm like all right i'm not crazy about the chili peppers so i'm going to add this but as long as you got that basic guideline right. on how to cook and it's healthy, ideas yeah. It gives yeah, other it people. For us, we we always got to change it, make our own. But other people just never know what to cook. Yeah. And right. You know, even well, when I was a kid, I had. Always, a, I mean, yeah. I've been, um, you know, like trying some of your recipes for like you know for a while now, and but I don't use salt. 
I use everything that you say except for the salt, <laughs> and it comes out really good. Yeah. Yeah, and we, so, and we fly know. by the seat of our pants. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 couldn't, I don't know what goes in any of my recipes. Yeah, me neither. When somebody actually has to make that, I actually have to think about it because, I mean, I know how to do it. I know how it looks. I know what I put in it. I know how it's supposed to taste. I can tell by mouth, by feel, by smell. I can walk by a dish and tell you if it's right. You know, wow. but to, to well, get you that would walk by me and you would say, need salt. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I argue with a lot of chefs about this, and I'm split right down the middle. Yes, when you're in a restaurant, you have to put salt. But do you need salt to pull out that full flavor? Yes and no. I think there are other ways and other substitutes that can – salt is just an enhancer. It's going to bring out the flavor in the dish, yes. But there are other things that can enhance it. You know, even garlic, even a little bit of Parmesan cheese, even a little bit of fresh herbs, it's going to give you a great taste. But you know, salt is good because when I learned from all my, like, Latin American guys I worked with, watermelon has never tasted better to me with a little bit of salt on it. Oh, well, that's a southern thing, the salt on the watermelon. I never never liked that, though. I just want my watermelon sweet, not salty. I've made it salty I'm where it's like crazy a I, am. I like putting hot sauce on my watermelon. Yeah. You got a bottle of that Valentino hot sauce, and you just a couple of dabs of hot sauce on that watermelon. It is magical. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm yep. a watermelon <laughs> salsa kind of guy. Whenever I have it, I have to make it. I pickle my watermelon rinds so that <laughs> yes. I don't throw away anything. I do no. not throw do away do you have a recipe for the pickled watermelon rinds? Because my mother used to do that, but I can't find her recipe, and she passed away. So if you've got I a just, recipe. Yeah, I just do equal parts water and, and cider vinegar, little peppercorn, salt, okay. and sugar, but you don't have to. It's basically a brine. You make it a brine, yeah. little uh, pickling spice or whatever, and then you can put hot pepper in there or anything. But slice a lot of the white off of the rind and then just julienne it and then throw them in and, yeah. uh, you know, like soak them. Just soak them for a few days, and they get crunchy, but people like, I can't believe I'm eating watermelon rind. Because people get freaked yeah. out. If they didn't grow up eating it, they'll never taste it. And I oh, hate I that. know, and they don't even I know what that. it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, don't even know. You know. I mean, if you don't, don't tell them what it is or if you make it not look like what, you know, if you cut it right, you know. Yeah. They won't know what no, the yeah, world they're eating. So many things I tricked people into eating that, that loved it. And then when they find, I love the people that you don't tell them what it is because they say they hate it. Then they eat it and they love it. And then when you tell them what it is, they like, yeah, it was all right. Bitch, you were just <laughs> fucking drooling out your mouth, wiping your friggin' napkin, drool, wiping the drool off the corner of your mouth with a napkin. And now they're asking questions once. Now it's just okay. Yeah. You know, I like that. Like, I've had people in my restaurant tell me, oh, I love shrimp, I don't like lobster. It's kind of almost the same thing. So what I did yeah. was I made, I took lobster and I made a lobster sauce with rigatoni and I told them it was shrimp and they ate the whole thing and they were like, these are the best damn shrimps I ever eaten. And I'm like, <laughs> it was lobster. No, it wasn't. Okay, I'm making up a story yeah. to you. I don't even have shrimp in my kitchen. It was lobster. No, it's not. Oh, I didn't like it that much. You were dipping the bread in the fucking sauce, like in the bowl with your tongue. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I threw a boss that I hated. She always she liked my I made a grilled tomato sauce that I would put on uh, my chicken or whatever it was like a catering thing, 
But she invited all her friends, so I made a grilled, almost like a roasted, real roasted pepper sauce, put it on, and she said that she was deathly allergic to peppers. But I knew she just didn't like them, so I made just a pepper sauce. She came in, and she goes, people are telling me that's peppers, but I have a bet with them because I hate peppers, and I'm allergic to them. And oh, I uh, tomato. I'm like, yeah, it's all tomato. There was a one hint of tomato in it, and she didn't die. So. Yeah. There was an episode of Hell's Kitchen where Ludo Labrie, I don't know, Ludo, Chef Ludo came in, and he made a tomato mozzarella salad without tomato and mozzarella, and we had to guess what it was, and none none of us even got it, none of us, but it was that red bell pepper with a feta mousse, and it it tasted just like, no, I knew it wasn't tomato mozzarella. Right. Like, I, at first bite, if I would have, like, took a bite without looking and tasting it, maybe not. But like, after, like, looking at it my second bite, I'm like, okay, it tastes like it, but I know it's not it. Right. And we couldn't figure out it was pepper. No wow. Much. And that Red was mixed pepper. in with the mousse? No, it was just like, it's, you know how you slice the tomato, like a caprese salad? Yeah. You slice the tomato, oh. slice the tomato. He had a slice of red pepper that looked like a fucking tomato. I don't know how he did that one, but it looked like a tomato. And a fed of mousse. And I thought, I, I thought it was we got yeah, red bell pepper. Yeah. I wow. think he, he brined it in tomato water. Probably. Is what he did. Because there was a little trickery there. Yeah. There was definitely a little Probably, trickery. Probably, because, I mean, you know, does not taste like tomato. Well, no, I've never tasted a red bell pepper that tasted like tomatoes. No. Ever. <laughs> so, yeah, he had to use, maybe he used the paste and, you know, and kind of. But it was know. just the most bizarre thing to me, and it was just, you know, look, I, I, I think, getting back to your turkey thing, I just want to touch on this one more time. I think everybody starts starts to need, when you reach a certain age, look. You got to. You have you're to play, play You're playing with fire if yeah. you eat the way you used to. Yeah. And that's what I'm starting yeah. to learn now, but Pleasure I can't stop. Me, believe it or not, I never did a lot of bacon. I never did a lot of eggs. I never did a lot of fried, greasy food. I was an eater, but I stood away from the butter, the fat, all that stuff. So my cholesterol, yeah. my blood pressure is good. But now, you know, when I eat the junk, like if I eat Chinese food and then I eat another bad meal, I feel like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Like yeah, I my, knee, my knees and my joints hurt yeah. when I eat that shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, at my age. <laughs> they do. Like my knees, my ankles, my elbows, my fingers, everything like swells When you said up joints, and... I thought about smoking something. <laughs> <laughs> Like At my you, age, you know, I mean, because I think I'm older than you, Clem. I'm 40, I believe that I am. Uh, I'm 45. <laughs> I'm actually 45. I'm 55, but people say that I look 35, so it's okay. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure you do. I tell you. people that, that I'm, I'm – see, when I lived in Virginia, I, I always lied to everybody to I forgot my age, but I would tell them, like, <laughs> I actually fixed it on my Facebook page about five years ago. But up until like five years ago, I was like 36. And everybody believed it. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? Why am I lying anymore? I don't care. I'm still 45 years old. You don't like me? Screw you. Right. But you look very young, though. I mean, you know, I've, I've seen your pictures all over the place. You look very young. That's how I know that I had to be older than you because you look very young. I have that baby yeah. He hasn't taken a picture of himself in 20 years. <laughs> I keep recycling the same pictures. I, I crop it out with different shirts every time. <laughs> no, I, I know. Look, I just, I just shaved my mustache, too. I finally I shaved it completely. I, I shaved. 
I thought that I would look thinner and younger with the scruff, with the scruff, and no. it's not true. No. But I could see, like I could see my chins when I shave, so I yeah, don't I like know. that. I know. So. so you've been photoshopping yourself in different shirts. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just doesn't like to take pictures. I don't either. I just. I, just this year, this year is the first year that I put um, pictures on Facebook, and I put them up like for like one minute, and then I took them down. Then I cartooned them and I left them up. So now I have like the cartoon version of them on there. So you know, yeah, I was I, trying I to find a, I, was, I was trying to find a picture of you, and I couldn't. Oh, okay. Well, let me. Um, I'll find a good one. Let me find a good one and just you know and just <laughs> let you. <laughs> you know how the pictures. Um, and you couldn't find looking- not one. There's people you that photograph well. There's people that don't photograph well. Um, okay, I'm going to um, let you, only you, okay, let me, you know, I'm going to use the option and I'm going to customize it where only you can see me on this picture. Um, let me see, Clem. Um, you have two. I'm, I'm friends with your fan page, everything. Let me see, Okay. Okay, now I'm going to save the changes. Um, so now can you see me? Let me see if I you can get on. You should be able here. to see. Right now I can't. Okay, can let me, um, I'll share it to you because you're the only one that can see me, so I'll just share it to you. PL. It's PL. That's right. <laughs> yes, PL. I kept saying PT. Yeah, yeah it's PL. Um, uh, let me see. Friend, Clem. You look like Jack Nicholson. There's a picture of Jack Nicholson on your page, is why we're saying that. <laughs> Do you see me now? Because I just shared one. Um, and only you can see it. Do yes. you see it now? Yeah, that's yes, me. Yes, you do. Wow, yeah. very cool. That's me. Doesn't about that match the accent? Doesn't no. match the accent? No, about the three weeks ago. About three weeks ago, I took that. Um, well, it's probably on there whenever I took it. I, I think it was last month sometime, anyways, when I took that picture. Because I don't do pictures on Facebook. Why? Because, I mean, it's like, I mean, that's that's the after. You know, I mean, the before, oh, my God, I will share a before and after one day with you. And, and you'll see <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just don't like my pictures. I, I've never liked pictures. I know. Me neither. For some reason, I just people say I look good. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I photograph well. That's there's why I never one. like smile. I always do something else yeah. in a picture. There's only like maybe maybe one out of every ten photos I actually like. Well, I don't smile, photos. but, you know, I mean, it's like I just don't like it. I just don't like it. I mean, I know it's probably in my mind. My mother said I was fine. She said I looked fine. <laughs> you know, but. But I've never, I've always been shy when it came to pictures, probably because I was so very, very heavy before. You know, I've always, since I was a baby, heavy, just, you know, I weighed 225 pounds when I was in, you know, sixth grade. So, you know, always so heavy, you know, and now this is like really the lightest I've ever been. So, And let me tell you, you don't look 55 at all. No, definitely not. Well, I am 55. You look younger than us. You look younger than us. You look like you're mid thirty. Yeah, and that's that's no, only I saying don't... like you look great for thirty five. Especially with the full head of hair rocking. <laughs> yeah. I'm going well, bald um... in the back. I got no hair. My hair's turning gray. 
Well, this picture um, is of me. It's, you know, the most recent that I have. And, um, you know, it was like December. I think I put it up December 15th. So it's like, um, you know, it's brand new. And I know people, I mean, whenever I see people, you know, like, they don't think I'm 55. But November 27th is whenever I turned 50. I just, last month I turned 55. I was born in 1960. Happy belated yeah. birthday. I was born in, uh, I was born in 70. Yeah, me too. Oh, I was, wow. born, I was born, born November 21st, yeah. 1970. I was born December 6, 1970. November 4th, 1966. Wow. wow. December babies, yeah. Ugh. Screw those Yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> and I'm the oldest. So you guys so, have to do everything I say. But <laughs> <laughs> Go buy my damn cookbook now. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Write this minute. No, but you know what? That cookbook... Is not the best. I mean, I'm telling you, you know. I mean, I'm just sorry that I put it out. Um, you know, don't. You know, just it's not my best work. It's just where something you, that my. Where are you originally? Where are you originally from? I am originally from Ellerby, North Carolina. I am a country girl that have you know I've I've traveled a lot. You know, I'm well traveled. Um, been everywhere. You know, except for um, England. <laughs> you know, I'm going to make it over there because, I, you know, I've got some friends that, you know, I, I, that I need to see there. But um, I, I was born and raised here in the south in North Carolina. And, um, you know, I lived in California for a minute, um, Arizona, Las Vegas, you name it, um, uh, New York. Wow, okay. Yeah, you yeah, know, the hot dogs. Yeah, that, hot that, dogs that, on the street. That's why you That's, know the red onions and the relish. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I like, but I also like sauerkraut on my hot dogs. Have you tried yeah, sauerkraut? You got to yeah. try sauerkraut, relish, and mustard. It's magical. Yes. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, you got to try my homemade rutabaga sauerkraut. <laughs> yes, fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Well, you'll have to come down and cook some one day, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm big into pickling and fermenting and doing all that stuff because I hate throwing yeah. anything out and I get bored. And I'm, it's like the little science project in me. Like, I, I got to do it, you know? I, I want to get back to her for one second. Now, you lost all this weight from just doing yes. the turkey. And, and did you do more exercise? Did you do anything else different? I mean... I didn't exercise at all because, you know, I can't exercise because I have, like, the heart failure thing going on. But now I'm breathing better, a lot better than I, you know, because before I would just, like, be breathing so loud I couldn't talk to you on the phone, you know, because wow. of the heart, you know, and I could walk to my front door and I would, like, you know, felt like I was going to die. Now I still have them, you know, have to have my nitroglycerin, you know, okay. close, but not as often you know, I used to have to take, like, you know, I used it, like, 100 times a month, nitroglycerin. You know, I thought wow. I was going to die every minute because, you know, I had that angina, that pain. But, yes, but the Greek yogurt is what helped me the most because I replaced my breakfast with Greek yogurt and um, and no sugar-added applesauce. I got to try it. That's what I, you know, I replaced my breakfast, and it kept me full, you know, and I would eat the whole tub, the whole tub, and I didn't exercise at all. Yeah, and wow. I still don't ex not you know, I still don't exercise, you know, and um and what what absolutely kept me full and people say that bread is bad for you, I ate bread when I got hungry, if I wanted a snack, I ate bread like French fries. I would toast it, cut it into five pieces, dip it in ketchup and eat it. Like yeah, well, it's, 
Yeah, well, it's better than fried potatoes. Yeah, and it satisfied that need that I, you know, because if if I made a sandwich, you know, I I, I always wanted potatoes. I always wanted, you know, French fries because I love French fries. But I substitute now the bread. I toast the bread. I take it. I cut it into strips, and I just dip it in the ketchup and eat it like French fries. Nice. And I do that with my, my mind, leftover pancakes. I, I julienne them up, but then I deep fry them. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. I, I love the oh, well, yeah. I mean, well. well, now now I saw this thing, and I'm going to order it, is the air fryer. The air fryer. And there was a commercial on last night. If you called last night, you got $49.95 instead of $99.95, and you got the free French fry cutter. And I'm gonna, I am going to. I got the number, and I'm going to order it. Why? And I think I'm going to start cooking everything. They're, they're in DJs. Well, there's no I oil. You don't need any oil to fry. It's just air. It's done it's like by a air. convection, I believe. Something yeah. like that, but listen, from the bottom. But listen, listen, you know you can bake everything, too. I mean, you don't need any oil to bake them either because I used Absolutely. to do like that. That requires turning on an oven in my apartment, which makes it really hot. Yeah. I don't want. So well, like the best thing to do when you're baking is just get Pam or cooking spray. Yes. Just spray a little bit on there just so it gets the crunch. Yes. Yes. But I, I, do I do chicken cutlets. You want to make like a nice chicken cutlet where it tastes like um, fried chicken? Is you, you take a, a cutlet, you get plain yogurt, and then you season that up with onion powder, garlic powder, poultry seasoning, whatever you want, salt, pepper. You dip your chicken in it, and then you put and that you, in a bowl of cornflakes and just press it all on there, and then spray it with a little pan and bake them in the oven, and it's crunchy and it tastes like fried chicken. It's delicious. Wow. wow, I've got to try it. It's like a Weight Watchers thing that I used to use. Yeah, I'm going to uh, try that tomorrow because I've got some chicken breast and you know thawing out right now. I'm going to go ahead and try that with those. Yeah, so, like yeah. you don't need egg, you don't need milk, you just do the yogurt, and then yeah, cornflakes. Yeah, I absolutely quit. At, you know, eat. I mean, I don't eat eggs at all. You know, I cook eggs in certain foods, but I don't eat eggs at all because of the cholesterol. Yes. You know, I just completely turned everything around, you know. I mean, my life, you know, just I just turned everything. You know, everything that I used to do, I just didn't do it this year, you know. And, and, it, and it paid off, like, in eight months, you know. It only took eight months for 67, well, 70 pounds, really, because I just weighed um, today. It's 70 pounds gone. Nice. And well, I didn't even gain weight over take, Yeah, when you take stuff out of your diet and replace yeah. it with something healthier – and once you lose, it may take a couple of weeks to lose a little bit, but once you lose, it drops off, and it just keeps dropping. I did that. Yeah. I took away the prosciutto when I started eating salami. Let me tell you, <laughs> the difference is unbelievable. Would you stop? <laughs> no, but... <laughs> well, I, I, oh, I, I used to eat sticks of butter. Now I just eat tubs of margarine. So that's kind of... <laughs> well, no, oh, it, it, it is true, though. If you can cut out the crap... Look, it's the sugar, it's the salt, it's the fatty foods, it's the deep frying. And it's the one thing that we don't have, willpower. Yes. Oh, well, I mean, it will come. The willpower will come. Yeah. The willpower, I mean, like, after the first week, I mean, whenever you see, like, I mean, the first week I lost, like, um, 15 pounds, like, right away. It's like, boom, 15 pounds, you know, right away. So, you know, I mean, I felt better right away and i had taken like you know a selfie and everything you know and then whenever i compared the selfie like three months later i was like oh my god was that me you know <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it's I definitely mean, you know, a good day you... when you lose weight and you feel better about yourself and stuff. I mean, I know it's time for me to start losing weight because all my shoes and sneakers are tied on the side of my foot. Because I gotta yeah. pull my leg up over my knee and then tie on the side. Yep. yep. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's time. <laughs> I had to have other people tie my shoes. And you see, I am not short. I'm six feet tall. And I had to have yeah. like, other other people tie my shoes. You know. Wow. Well, I mean, being nice. yeah, six feet tall. You know, and like you know, absolutely three hundred pounds. You know, it's like you have to have other people tie your. You know. Tie your shoes. That's me. You're just describing me right there. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, three, like, three hundred um, pounds. I'm like, okay, time, time, time to call it quits. Yeah, but I tell you what, though. I mean, you're very attractive the way that you are, but you're just not healthy. Exactly. Yes. You know. Thank, I mean, you know. You. Yeah. I mean, very, very. You know. You know. I've, you know. Ever since we've been friends on Facebook, you know, I've always, you know, had that in my mind to, you know, if I ever talked to you, I was going to say that. But just yeah, not. Yeah, I guess. I sit next to him every Monday, and I I got to keep my hands off him. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. Okay. You sit next so to me. So do you guys actually know Uncle Pete Biglia? Do you guys know Uncle Pete? Uncle Pete. Uncle, Uncle Pete. Ba- I have an Uncle Pete. <laughs> okay. Who Biglia. is he? Um, oh, he's on Facebook, and I thought I thought that that was how we got to be friends. That's what I was thinking, that he was your friend, and that's how, you know, we became friends. Or either it was because I saw you. Were you on TV at one time? Yes, you were on TV. I think you were. Yes, I was on Hell's Kitchen. I was on Cutthroat Kitchen. That's right. So um, that's how we became friends. Hell's Uncle Kitchen. Pete Figula. Yeah, I think I know who this guy is. You're his friend, yes. I mean, he's the actor from um, New York. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've so, seen this guy before. And uh, Rick Borgia. That's a, yeah, and I think too. Yeah, he sent me a an autographed photograph um, not too long ago, and, you know, I really appreciate that. Um, you know, just shout out to him, you know. Cause I know everybody's listening, so yeah. And Linda, Linda Scarpa, shout out to Linda. Yep, I know Linda. Yep. So, um, but but yeah, tell me now, um, what made you get into the cooking business? Me, I yeah. just I, I I I always loved to do it, and when I was a kid, I I got into some some bad things, and I was you know out on the streets, you know selling drugs, doing drugs. I got arrested. I got Caught, I was facing some jail time. I wound up going into rehab, and I just grew a passion for it and never looked back. It kind of saved my life, to be honest with you. It was well, something that's... I wanted to do. You know, when I was a kid, I didn't want to really do anything. Not that I was a really bad kid, because I wasn't. But I, did, I was into bad things, and it kind of, you know, I hung out with the wrong crowd. And once I got into a kitchen, I, I just, I absolutely loved it. it, it, it because in a life. way, it's still a bad crowd, but everyone has jumps. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, all right, yeah. Yes. There's fire, uh, okay. there's food, there's food, but you it's, actually well, get paid it takes, for it takes out. a certain breed of person to be a cook. Yeah. You know, like yeah. any job, but to be a chef, to give up nights, oh, to wow. give up weekends, to give up holidays, 
to do six days a week, 10, 12, 14 hours a day, to be in that restaurant. I mean, you got to really love what you do, and you got to love the people you do it with. I absolutely fell in love with it, and, you know, I didn't want to go out and get in trouble anymore. I didn't want to go out and get high anymore. I wanted to go into the restaurant and come up with a new special, come up with a new recipe, and it and literally, it, it saved my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, things like that happen, you know, um, and they're great. When I mean, have you ever thought, I mean, when you're in a restaurant and you're cooking and someone, you know, like have you ever had someone send the food back to you? Have you? Absolutely. Really? So how do you handle that? You know, I always wanted to ask a chef, you know, like if I sent you something back, you know, and, you know, we, it was not. We throw food. it on the floor. We step on it a few times. We let the dishwasher <laughs> rub it under his armpit. No. It all depends on why they sent it yes. back. Most of the times they don't get angry. Um, you know, if it's too much of this. Sometimes it's a legit mistake. Other times it's just the most ridiculous thing ever. What I usually do is I take the same exact food, put it on a different shape plate, rearrange it different, put a little <laughs> bit of fresh sauce right over it, and send it right back out. And 99 out of 100 times, like, oh, this is much better now. Right, because pe- some like, people go out to be a pain in the ass. ass. People yeah. go out to be a pain in the ass. They send stuff back. I The only time I get pissed off is definitely with steaks. When they go, I ordered it medium rare. Well, like, that is medium rare. No, it's not. And then you have to do it six times, and what they really want it to be is well done. Yeah. And and they just, like, they just do that to be dicks, and, you know, really, it's crazy. But, you know, I mean, I am always afraid to send food back. You know, if I don't like it, I just deal with it, you know, and I don't send it back because I'm afraid of what might happen if I send it, you know, back. Because it all depends on the uh, the approach. If you're nice with the waitress, normally uh, what I found is, you know, the waitress will come back and be like, yo, this person's really cool. They just don't like it. Or, you know, this is a little overdone. Can we get them something else? If the waitress is a good waitress. Right. But a lot of yeah. times we expect to say this lady's being a total bitch, she's a cunt, fuck that, da, da, da. but, you know, look, my, my main goal, no matter what, even after all is said and done, is no matter what, I want that person to be full and to be happy and to be able to say, hey, you know what, go eat this guy's food, it's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know. would, that would be my attitude, you know, because, I mean, I mean, well, the, the closest I've gotten to being a chef was, you know, I had to fix burgers at Hardee's when I was when I was 16 years old so that's, that's cool though that's cool yeah, yeah but but it's like um when when people sent stuff back you know like my coworkers, you know I mean I would just fix it you know but my coworkers would do horrible things to it that's one of the reasons you know that I have thing I don't send anything back because you know I'm thinking you know my coworkers may still be working so right. <laughs> they would yeah. I mean, you know, they would they would grab some burger out of the you know out of the trash, you know, and just you know rinse it down, send it out. To, I mean, it's, it was awful, you know. And I just thought that that was you know just. I would never was, do that because I would feel too bad to do that. But the thought yeah. has crossed my mind many times. Yeah. I've sent food back and just said I don't want anything in return. Thanks. Usually it has hair in it. Or I knew that yeah. they reheated it from someone else's plate, or they, you know, and it's just like push. Well, we get you another one. No, nah, no thanks, no thanks. And then I, even if they charge me for it, whatever. But right. sometimes it's just like you look, you you just know that they didn't put their heart and soul into it, and it's right. crap. And it's like, all right, whatever. 
It's got to be a judgment call. And if the odds are, if you're in a decent restaurant, no one's going to do anything bad to the food. You know, and, 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 look, as a chef, here's, here's what I tell all my guys, and, I, and I, I used to tell everybody, and before I would ever put a dish on the menu, you got to conceptualize from the food getting off the truck until it hits the plate, if you can produce that dish correctly every time and train your guys well enough to do it every time. And the reality of it with all dishes are, no. (laughs) You can do it, yes, but nothing's ever going to be 100%. When I create that dish for the first time, it's hard to get my guys. And look, sometimes there's two, three guys a week cooking that dish because of the kitchen shift. you got to train all these guys exactly that way. So I'll actually look at the dish and be like, yo, right, he didn't add the lemon like I added or he forgot the little touch. And I'll try to fix it a little bit. But like Rob yeah. said, you know, I, I hate the people that come in and, you know, I want it medium rare. I'm like, bitch, it is medium rare, you know? I was away this summer, and it was, we were with a woman that goes, I'm the person that always sends it back. I always find something. And, I, and then we went out for ice cream at this place, and she was being like that. I went behind the counter and talked to the guy and said, listen, she's not with me. Well, she's with the same one. I'm like, but I don't even know her. Like. You know what? Yes. Here's, here's 10 bucks. Give it to those guys. This lady, I don't even like her. And I, yeah, I told the lady, I'm like, don't you ever embarrass me or anyone yeah. like that. Like, if you want to be a pain in the ass, get your own shit and don't walk in with us. Yeah. yeah but really. there was one I mean, time, one time I sent back food and it was the greatest thing I ever did. We were at a steakhouse. I think it was Bobby Vance. Ate the whole, like, steak for four, you know? But I called the waitress over, and I was like, listen, can you do me a favor? And she goes, what? It's not co-. I'm like, no, it's perfect. But, yeah, I cook for a living, and I know to cook it right that closer to the bone, it's going to be more rare. Can you take this bone and just ask the chef to blast it under the broiler a little, little bit because I want to gnaw at it? And the chef came out and was like, that is the coolest thing that anyone's ever asked. And we went out drinking with the whole staff for about five hours there after that. Go. But I wasn't sending it back because it was gross. And it wasn't snotty. I just wanted yeah. that meat by the bone cooked a little bit more so I could sit there and gnaw on it like Fred Flintstone. But well, hold on a second. We got another caller calling in. Let's see who this is. All right. This oh. might be Jersey Jack. Hang on. Hello. Hello. I promised I would call in because you guys are going to be uh, not around for a couple months. But I yep. want to say to uh, Food Coming Back, Boogers and Come. It's called the Yelper Special. Boogers and Come. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that South Park. <laughs> <laughs> nice. My favorite. Did you yeah. ever see the movie Waiting? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. That food step back thing may actually make me gag. I don't think yeah. I never do anything like that. If, if you want to know what people do to your food, go rent the movie Waiting. It's a cult video, it's a cult yeah. movie. And, Ryan Reynolds, yeah, for Ryan all those Reynolds. ladies out there, Ryan Reynolds yep. when he was younger. Yeah, or or watch the Yelper special of South Park with Boogers and Cum. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, by the way, Jess, we're talking with uh, with Patty, right? Patty L. Almanza, L. Yes. How do you see your name? Hi, Patty. How are hey. you? Uh, I was on I was on Hell's Kitchen too, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> what what season were you on? What season were you on? Uh, well, season twelve. Oh, well, all right. Okay. Yeah. What was your so, name? I was. Uh, my name's Jessica, Jessica Vogel, and I was the one that cried like a little bitch when I was eliminated. Ah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. 
got them both on, and and Patty's already given us her uh, a top five. And I know we were supposed to do the news, you know, but let, let's 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 uh, let's get into our top five. Big BT's top five. Now. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll go do like an end of year thing. We want to know your favorite top five things you've eaten in 2015, whether it be new, some uh, restaurant, or something like that. But I'm going to start off with mine because I got them right here. My number five yeah. is definitely Ralph's Ices in Staten Island. They're famous. Seven layer cookie cream ice. It's mm. you know the Italian morale booster. That oh, thing yeah. was fantastic. Number. Or the bacon and cheesesteak on there. God, it wasn't the greatest thing. Like the Philly cheesesteak <laughs> wasn't really that great. I mean, I've had, it was good, but it was like, you know, I could have done that with a box of steakums myself. <laughs> All right, pardon me. Uh, number four was Scott's Barbecue in Tennessee. When I went out there for that uh, fundraiser and the guy gave me the tour of his smoking ovens and everything, that was fantastic. Number three, the Freaky Eddie. Yes. From Eddie Canlin. He was yes. in the studio. He uh, brought us Freaky Eddie. It's a grilled cheese. No, it's a sandwich, but the bread is two grilled cheeses, and he's got pork, bacon, caramelized onion, right bechamel. It's the pig and beefy. Yeah, the pig and beefy. Um, number two is the Chicharron from Los Americana Bakery in Elizabeth, New Jersey. It's this big hunk of pork skin with meat still connected to it, deep fried, and they give it to you with a napkin, and, it, and it's like a giant lollipop of fried pig wow. fat. That's awesome. Okay. And number one yeah. is definitely the seafood feast that Mary made for me on my birthday with crawfish, nice. lobster, uh, you name it, shrimp. It was just... It was really good, and she put a hot soul into it, and, you know, it was awesome. Cause I'm, I'm not, I'm not in, in no particular order. All right. Where do you have all the time to do this as a chef? Where do you have all this time to go out to restaurants as a chef? <laughs> oh, I know. I, I do school lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I do school lunch in a private school and work 20 hours out of my week. Here we go. I'm going to give you my five. All right, um, go. Asian-style duck wings at Vinnie Cardi's Room 55. Oh, all right. They were fucking phenomenal. I, I'm not, not to give myself props, but my old Linguini glimpse. <laughs> I made a couple of months ago. Bardon, I got beautiful Bardon got beautiful clams. My buddy brought down a basket of beautiful clams. And I made Linguini clams. It's one of the best things I've eaten all year. I'm going to go around Faisal, too, but I'm going to go with the Mississippi mudslide. Oh. Right up there with the fucking rainbow cookies. Um, I'm gonna go with the Papadell at Mario's on Richmond Road. Oh, all right. It was Papadell with a Montenegrin homemade pasta with a Montenegrin, which is the prosciutto. It's almost like a filetto di pomodoro. Right. But it's like with prosciutto and onions. Spot on. Could have not have made it better myself. And I'm gonna go with my Uncle Pete's roast beef sandwich that I had in Virginia. Yeah. I told him how to do it over the phone. And I went down there, and I, I got to tell you the truth. It was one of the best fucking things I've ever ate. On, like, a homemade pizza bread, he baked the, 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 the pizza in the oven, like, blind baked the dough in the oven, right in that wood-burning oven, and then 
put hot roast beef on it, caramelized onions, homemade brown gravy, then folded the pizza in half and melted mozzarella over it. Oh. And I just ate that thing, and it was unfucking believable Nice. And there it is. Yeah. Yes. Clemenza's top five. Right. And I'm going to say the prosciutto and the mozzarella <laughs> that I got an idea. It's got a, that, that's got well, a I need a lot of good things. I couldn't remember shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but definitely like the Philadelphia cheesesteaks, not all. No, because right. they're too crowded, so they don't really care. If I went into like the guy's house yeah. and he made yeah. it for me, it would be the greatest thing. But, you know. Probably. It was all right. Let's Philomena here because Philomena looks excited. What, what's some of the best things you've eaten? Well, okay. Well, I, when I first met you a year ago at Chef Lou's, you made this awesome, awesome cheesecake. Okay. Italian Fast, cheesecake. Fantastic, delicious bar none. That's number one. I got to agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It was one of the best cakes I made, although Lou overcooked it a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Very clam the other day, and it tasted better than anything. 
Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The show is out of Colenza, please tell me what you had the other day. I'm so intrigued now. I really I I can't. Just go on. What did you have the other day that was so good? That was it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I ate a bite of super side of my sausage gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just thought I'd share that with you. Sorry, Patty. This is the point of the show where we start drinking Jameson and anything goes and anything can happen. So don't get offended, but this is this is what we do. It's all for entertainment. It's Monday I'm going to here to cut the ribbon. <laughs> well, speaking of craziness, we're going to pick up the phone for, for the, the primo crazy. Yeah, Chef Lou. <laughs> Hello, Lou Chef Lou. Lou. Hey, happy New Year. Happy Heaven Avenue. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> What's going on, pal? What's up, Nothing much. I hear all this talk about booze and drinking, so it inspired me to light myself one up and pour a bourbon. So I'm right there with you now. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I'm late for the party. Get my fucking hat. <laughs> I, was, I was doing a shot at 7 o'clock in the morning trying to go to sleep. Not that. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I really, I really, I really, I really, I really, so much drinking this last week that I had to go out and get a bottle of Zantac. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Oh I my gave, God, during the holidays, Jesus Christ, I woke up, my liver was fucking sitting up, sitting next to me, fucking having a cigarette, drinking a cup of coffee, saying, what the fuck are you doing up? Like, oh. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> Awful. Well, oh, yeah, I told you guys. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Let's get serious for a minute. Let's get serious I for guess. a minute. That's, that's the one thing you've honestly eaten in 2015 that was the best thing you've eaten all year. Just give me one thing. Um, I I am a sucker. Um, I actually just got a, an executive chef's position uh, offered to me at a new gastropub. Where at? And, um, yeah, so I'm, it's going to be in uh, the Jersey Shore area, and I am going to um, be doing my salad cooking, which is my favorite thing that I had this year, is uh, Wild Game. And I nice. went to school in Denver. Yeah, I went to school in Denver, so I didn't learn seafood that much. I grew up by the Jersey Shore, but I don't know how to cook seafood as well as I know how to cook, like, a deer or a boar or elk or something like that, or bison. So uh, I like There's something uh, sexy about a girl that can cook wild meat. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh I I I love the uh the venison backstrap that I do a rosemary crust on with uh, a Dijon special and uh venison lardon and uh Brussels sprouts that are roasted with a cranberry anto chili gastrique. That's my you favorite had me, thing. You had me at venison lardon. Yeah, let me let me tell you something. <laughs> Just to kick up your spetzel, yeah, roast a little please. turnip and make and mash them and mix that into the dough. The roasted I turnip love- spetzel is fucking. Oh yes, yeah. I've had that before. It is yeah, fantastic. It's good. Yeah, no, I love I love turnips and I love parsnips. Parsnips and turnips and I love actually doing like apple with uh, turnips or, or parsnips or something like that because I just like the apple brings up the sweetness like a green Granny Smith with a a parsnip or a turnip. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's, let's, let's guess. Let's yeah. guess. Patty, what was the one thing that you've had? Just just one dish, the best thing you've eaten all year. If you had to pick one thing that you've eaten all year, what would it be? That was the best thing you've had all year. Turkey pizza. The, 
thing that I've had all year was the turkey lasagna because I love lasagna, and it just turned out well. And it, you know, I could, you know, I didn't even know I was eating turkey, and you know, instead of the beef, you know, so it was okay. the best thing I've had all year is the turkey lasagna. Nice. And what you said, to eating turkey is really better for you because yeah. you, you, yeah. you dropped a lot of weight eating it, and it's great. But I'm gonna have to yeah. go. I really want to eat light. I'm gonna go with a turkey baked beauty. <laughs> Oh, all right. All right, Lou, what about you? Let's use a wild game. Wild game is me, too. Yeah. Lou, what about you? What dish? Let me tell you my best dessert this year, though, was the um, was um, pumpkin cheesecake. Turkey turkey cheesecake. <laughs> turkey cheesecake. <laughs> um, turkey pumpkin cheesecake. cheesecake. I just had to do it because that was my absolute, I mean, it was absolutely. <laughs> All right, we got another call. Yeah, we, got, we got one more call. We got another call. Right oh, here. God. Pick up. oh, no. Hello, you're chewing hey, the floor with Tina. Big and Beefy. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. What up, T? You know I had to get on on this last show. Good, good. You heard You heard I was on. I did. I did. You Are you stalking me? We never even met. You stalked me. I love it. <laughs> It works both ways. Yo, know, that that turkey that turkey cheesecake made me laugh like this like the super sod smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of picture making them, and I really. <laughs> we have that cheesecake lady on. We should ask her if she knows how to make a turkey cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do this on my own. I think I would go with a regular Americana type of cheesecake base. And then maybe back off on the egg and add a lot of dark meat, ground up dark turkey meat. <laughs> you know what? You could be, probably do. See, it would have to be cooked. That sounds like a personal problem. No, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Have to be cooked. you could probably do a turkey, a savory turkey cheesecake. Yeah, like um, Christine that was in, yeah. in our studio with, uh, with Fire and Ice. She had the savory cheesecake. Yeah, you could probably do a really banging turkey savory cheesecake. Yeah. I'm going to do one. I'm going to do one for Easter. To make it even well, more bizarre. Brie, It'll be the Brie, you'd have to do it with Brie. A little bit of Brie mixed yes. in there. And cranberry. Yes. There you go. Brie, Not cranberry, and turkey. You can make it. You can make it. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. What do you think a pizza grand is? Is a pizza grand or a pizza rustica? A pizza rustica is regatta egg and all the meats. It's a cheesecake base. But instead of sugar and vanilla, you add in super side pepperoni, salami, Swiss cheese, your sister's cheese, your aunt's cheese, <laughs> cheese. Oh my God! We're talking about we're talking about a dark meat turkey cheesecake. It's a yeah. traditional <laughs> traditional yeah, cheesecake that uh. Lou, keep it in mind. Once you go back, you never go back, baby. Oh, God. Uh, so, Lou, if you make that cheesecake barista, do you want me to sing my song to you while you're baking it? I was going to say, I was going to say, he has risen, he has risen, let's hide the eggs. That was one of the greatest things I've ever seen this man do. In front of a... In front of a broken organ with a broken strobe light. <laughs> he has risen. He has risen. He has risen. Now let's hide the let's eggs. Hide the eggs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's some interesting. Where's a couple of things that happened at this dog? Try to get a good keep 
keyboard sound in the background for you. <laughs> all the sound bites you fucking downloaded, you can't hear them. <laughs> so listen, the other night on Christmas Eve, I, I I'm doing this catering gig, and um, you know it's towards like the end. They're pretty boxed up, and a couple of the younger people at the table are chatting. So I'm sitting there and where they start talking about certain things. This one girl comes out and she's like, so wow. <laughs> that Jesus really fought some battle so we could have this meal, right, Chef? <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, what do you see that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then the and then the global warming, they're talking about global warming, you know, this and they're in their twenties, you know. So I'm only oh, yeah. hearing and they were hanging they were hanging right outside the kitchen. So the same girl <laughs> comes out and says in the conversation, global warming, like, that's crazy. She's like, what do you do? She's like, the only thing I'm going to do, I'm not going to wear a coat. I mean, what else could you do? Okay. <laughs> I have to interrupt. I wrote, somebody I wrote these down. <laughs> Maybe somebody can explain it to me. Philomena had a gun to go to the bathroom, but instead of unplugging the wire from her phone... To take a phone with her, she can be unplugged from the computer and keep the wire attached to her phone. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's one of these new um, tampons that they use. Maybe it's a new, a new charging device. It's probably know. one of those. It's um, the G4 one of, feminine product. <laughs> it's, it's one of those cameras. It's probably a Badger Cam. I've heard of these. <laughs> called the Vag Cam 520. Wow, 520. That's very specific. 520. Oh, you know, the earlier model didn't work out too well. It's a month after your marijuana celebration, so it's not 520, it's 520. Thank you for catching that. We lost all control of the show. Um, (laughs) We never even did the news. We did the top one. We don't have a food fight. And this is what makes me think right. what it is. This is great right here. Well, let me just get this one thing in news in about Guy Fieri. He's suing oh, no. his business partner because he wants to close all of his Johnny Garlics. He has like seven restaurants, but his business partner is actually is suing that? him to keep Food Network, the, the Food Network Stars restaurants open. So he wants to close his restaurants. This guy is suing him. So he's putting in a thing with the courts that he wants them closed. They have his name on it. And this guy won't yeah. let him. Why, is his name really Johnny Gollick? No, he's Johnny <laughs> I Gollick. I know what you're saying. <laughs> if, it, if his oh, name was yeah. Johnny Gollick, he wouldn't be his legit partner. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> exactly. He got a guy. He's got a guy. Oh, <laughs> why you know? But, yeah. <laughs> That's a little crazy. I mean, everyone says he's awful. Anthony Bourdain started a feud with him. Um, but when you actually watch when he went on the uh, the like next Food Network star, he actually is really legit. And they told him to stop the jargon because he was talking so much like French culinary knowledge that people that are public wouldn't even know. Yeah. 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 No, and the guy's cool as shit. I like Guy Fieri. I he's think cool as shit. He's the greatest. The greatest ever. Yeah. Well, there was that big feud, and then um. Well, you know what? The Italians invented Guy Fieri. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) he was he had to introduce Guy uh, Anthony Bourdain at some Food Network thing or some show. 
So yeah. he actually said, you know, I'd like to introduce my close friend, Anthony Bourdain, you know, where he did some of his best cooking in culinary school on a spoon because he was yeah. a heroin addict. <laughs> so that was a good <laughs> go. Well, that's awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like Anthony Bourdain, but he does push the envelope a little bit too far. Yeah. But I'm a huge fan of Bourdain. He's a great writer. Is this writer. In from the bathroom? Yes. <laughs> I was, I was just going to say, is Philomena still in the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> she actually called in. Well, she's listening from the bathroom. Yeah, wait, I think okay, she's calling from the bathroom. Yeah, let's pick I'm it up. Okay, but let's. Oh, there she is. <laughs> I'm getting a blumpkin right now. You guys don't even know about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Philomena Kenya. <laughs> All right, that was Rob for you. In, That's the food fight. Is it a blumpkin or a bloppy? <laughs> I don't even know what a bloppy is. It's a blumpkin, and I used to call it a bloppy. That's <laughs> a blumpkin. When a woman performs so oral sex on a guy. No, let him fall asleep. Let him fall asleep. You don't want to know. I don't think it's A blumpkin. Is a blumpkin or a bloppy? You can have nightmares. Don't tell him. It's okay. You tell him Santa Claus is real. They're like the Oompa Loompas, but they're a little different. <laughs> wow. Oh, she, just up. Up. she just hung up. She, sh- <laughs> she's coming in. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Does she have toilet paper on the shoe? <laughs> <laughs> Did she wash her hands? Ask her if she washed her hands. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, good lordy. Good lordy. Why do I, why do I have pink eye? Why do I have pink eye? Oh, yeah, really. God. Everybody's got pink eye. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> That's for nothing but the for me. I break out. <laughs> I'm it on my pillow. <laughs> it's like Chipotle all up in here. <laughs> I was eating some Harry Sam the other day and it tasted better than anything. <laughs> All right, so where, where were we? Where were we? <laughs> no, no. Tina has to give us her favorite things that she ate in 2015. Oh, the best thing I had? We went out to dinner with Rich Mancini and I had this Gorgonzola, I know Jess, you and your issues with Gorgonzola right now, but Gorgonzola ribeye with a balsamic glaze over a bed of broccoli rabe, and it was amazing. Oh, nice. Nice. I'm a big fan of the Gorgonzola and the butter and the steak. Yeah, it's definitely. Great. It's really, awesome. really enhanced. And, hey, yeah. it was even better because I didn't have to pay for it. It was free. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Alright. Uh, well, yeah. You're going on to the news and you're talking about Guy Fieri, so continue. Tell your news. That was the, <laughs> that was the news. And then, then my computer shut down and I lost all my pages. <laughs> well, I, I have a little news story that I'll tell you real quick and it's kind of sad, but it's true and this woman had a seizure and got locked in a Burger King bathroom and had a seizure oh. in the bathroom and they tried to get her out and the doorknob came off and Nobody could figure out how to open the door, and she wound up passing away inside the bathroom. Now, the family's suing Burger King for millions and millions of dollars, and I think that's kind of fucked up. 
know, she literally blew a yes. Yeah. No way. That's it. But imagine stuck in a Burger King bathroom, and that's where your life ends. That no one can get into the bathroom to well, help. Well, look at this. <laughs> oh, he was shitting on a toilet and fucking got a heart attack. They found him fucking on, on the fucking. That is bed. why I don't go to bathroom in public places because I'm afraid <laughs> someone. I'm gonna pop a blood vessel and someone's gonna find me in my, yeah. like, you know. <laughs> and shit. Yeah, I don't use public bathrooms either. I never use public bathrooms. Well, my mom always tells me, like, I, I'm about to go to the hospital. Like, I went to the hospital because I was sick. But my mom always tells me, wear clean underwear, because if you pass away and they find you in dirty underwear, how are you going to feel? <laughs> Let me tell you something. That's an old wives' tale. That's an old wives' tale, because no matter how clean your underwear is, when you die, you shit your pants. Time. That's why mother. I, that's that's a, that's that's who raised me. That's what I learned when growing up. Just to clean your underwear if you go into the hospital because if they find you in dirty underwear, how are you gonna feel on the side of the road when you're dead? <laughs> like, okay, mom, thanks. <laughs> Does your mother know that real chefs roll commando? <laughs> I told my mother that. Mama, she said, make sure Mama, you visit the walking box area. <laughs> <laughs> One more story for you. I know I don't want to take your time, but I, ta- I called my mom today. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm, I'm having I'm been sick for so long. And she's like, Jessica, don't talk to me, because she's from Long Island. Jessica, don't talk to me about being sick. So I went to go get a colonoscopy, and nobody would drive me home. So they sent a limo from me from the GI unit. I got my colonoscopy. They gave me a rose, and I felt like I was in the bachelorette episode, and then they gave me a limo ride home. I was like, Mom, what does that have to do with me being sick? What the fuck? I, I think your mother was pimped out. I, I think the doctor pimped out your mom, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, I asked my mom. I was like, Mom, did you, did you play enough to give you a reach around? Yeah. Are you sure the one who drove us to the doctor's office, or is it someone else? We wore a tuxedo. We had champagne. <laughs> Next thing you know, it was over. I had to wear this red ball in my mouth. I don't want to put the ball in my mouth, but I was real groggy at that point, so I just went with it. The colonoscopy was fine, but the whipping hurt. She said, no, I was waving around the rose like a wand, and the lingo just got on the ride back home. I was like, holy shit, Mom, that sounds really scary. <laughs> it doesn't seem to me like it's All right, that's a dirty little story. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody have real dirty kitchen stories? <laughs> hey, he lowers the music now. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to say he that. Snapped, he snapped out of it. He snapped out of it. <laughs> it's hard to control the soundboard. But every time you put it up, it don't go anywhere. And when you put it down, it gets loud. You put it up, it goes down. You know, you know these problems. The only way to control that soundboard is to rip your keyboard out of your computer. <laughs> why, don't just keep, why don't you just keep it down while we're talking? <laughs> oh, no. Why, why? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. That just sounds like the sensible thing to me. <laughs> or we'll just shut off and listen to Barry White. I'm cool with either one. I'm smoking right now, so either one's good with me. 
I'll go with the fireball and the dirty story from this girl, Jess, or I'll listen to Barry White, listen to Phil DeMonaghini, a break wind. I don't care. <laughs> You're lucky I can't find the sound bite that I want to play right now, Lou. Thank God, huh? <laughs> hey, wait, wait. You want to know why, Lou? This is why. Oh, this boring cocksucker. <laughs> the homeless witnesses are more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that way we lose another listener. <laughs> yeah, now you wonder why now you wonder why your ratings dip. Happy last show, you're down to two listeners. <laughs> all we need is the sense of us. That's all we need. It's Tina and Tina for the bathroom. Yes. You keep this shit up, Clem. I'll date I'll date Jess and forbid him for listening to your show. Okay. <laughs> I do have the perfect song that I'm gonna end the show with for a tribute to my buddy Burmite Slovenia. But we'll play that when we're about to end. All right. Now while while we got everyone on, what are the New Year's Eve plans? Yeah, what's going on for New Year's, everyone? So we got, let's start, let's start in the autumn. Patty was the first one. Patty, what do you got planned for New Year's? I'm just staying at home and uh, waiting for midnight and then calling all my relatives. That's what we've done for years. Um, some of my relatives will be spending New Year's in church because they believe that, okay. um, you know, yeah, church. So, Good, whatever, you know. Yeah, that it's best to bring the new year in in church, but you know I'm not going to bring it in. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to bring it in at home. Um, just Maybe here. you and I, mean, I should I don't, go to church. Probably. <laughs> and I, I don't drink. Me neither. I don't drink. I'll just bring it in with um with with, with whatever is like water. Get some sparkling cider, some sparkling apple cider. Yeah, or you know, or Alka Seltzer, you know, after I eat everything that I can. <laughs> so Jess, how about you? I know you're sick, but are you gonna push through it or uh, Jess is gonna be pounding down shots swinging from the fucking chandelier. Who are you kidding? My yeah, my no well my plans are to start drinking around two, pass out by eight PM, wake up at one one AM and say, What the fuck, did I miss it? Oh Pretty much that happens every year. Damn <laughs> you, Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> I, go to, I go to sleep. I go to sleep listening to Ryan Seacrest's beautiful voice, and then I wake up and it's 1 a.m. I'm just like, what the fuck happened? Oh, fuck, it's New Year's Day. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <all right. laughs> How about Tina? Tina, what are you doing on New Year's? Oh, lucky me! I get to close at my work and then open the next morning, so I'm not doing much of anything. Wow. Oh, all right, all right. Well, you know what? I I hate New Year's. Lou, how about you? Are you working or are you? Yeah, you I'm, uh, I'm ringing it. I'm ringing it in with Dr. Sarah and his family for the sixth year in a row. So oh. <laughs> I'm catering, yeah. Well, let's, at least you're making some coin on the on the New Year's. I, I don't think, we never really had plans. The greatest thing I ever did, me and Mary got a, tickets for like a Woodbridge Hotel in New Jersey. Overnight, you hung out. It was like going to a cheesy wedding. We people watched with a couple of friends, got totally shit-faced, passed out, woke up, and had breakfast for us the next morning, and then drove home. It was great. The people that were at this party, it was like all divorcees. It was like old people. 
Just it was, it was great. But this year, I don't think we're doing anything. You know, hopefully getting together with a couple of uh, friends or something like that and drinking it out. It's not the same anymore. There's checkpoints all over the place. Yeah. And, you know, I hate that they're all drink and drive. I hate music. I, I, I mean, I, I hate to be negative, but it sucks. I mean, I went to New York, uh, uh, New York City uh, one year for New Year's Eve because I didn't know any better. Had a fucking panic attack and fucking walked out on the bar. <laughs> When I was a kid, we got drunk, we got behind the wheel of a car, we drove home, we blew up fireworks, we shot off our guns. You can't do that anymore. You can't do that. Now, they they were all this politically correct bullshit. <laughs> I mean, what's New Year's when you can't get out your fucking 357 when you're drunk and start <laughs> shooting it up in the air randomly? Uh, I mean, well, it's like all the fun. You can hear where I live because I live in the country. <laughs> There you go. There you go. <laughs> they actually there shoot them up at church. <laughs> We're all going down to your house for New Year's Eve. <laughs> that was bad, Bob. That was really bad. Yeah, I mean, there's... <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Way out. Everybody's going to be shooting at midnight around here, so it's going to, you know, fireworks shooting. Everybody shoots at midnight around here. So you'll be, you'll be spending the night in the uh, cast iron bathtub? <laughs> That's where I would be. Yeah. I don't want to get fucking you, know, you can call Burmeister. You can call Burmeister an asshole any time you want, and God will forgive you. Trust me on this. So fire, fire away. I just had an epiphany, Mary. <laughs> no, but I would be pretty spooked if everyone's shooting up in the air because those things got to come down eventually. No, everybody does it, though. And you'd be in a cast iron tub? What the hell was that going to do? Because yeah, of the ricochet. Yeah, I would be in the bathroom underneath the toilet with a fucking army. I think that's what I, I think. Oh it, God, I think you're so thinking about a tornado, Burmeister. No! <laughs> the bullets do not penetrate the cast iron with this, someone downstairs shooting up in the air and getting the bathtub. Just safe. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know this. Daddy was a drinker. <laughs> so those are, I was just going to say, those are under domestic violence conditions we're talking. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about a church party. Yeah, you have. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> he has risen. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's go, RV, eh? <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know what I'm doing New Year's. It's not like the, the... My thing is, I don't mind. I'll go out and have a good time, but I try to do the responsible thing, call a kid to get home, and they're like, we're not picking up for like three hours with books. <laughs> no one wants to pick you up. Well, now you have to... No. Yeah, the Uber. So I can't find, you can't find Uber on Staten Island anymore. They won't take me anywhere because they can't pick up fares. No, because they know back you. Into Staten yeah, true. <laughs> No, I'm the guy. I'm the guy that tips them when I'm not supposed to. I'm like, here, don't report this. Thanks for the help. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy. So I, know I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I know I'm a handful when I'm loaded up. I can imagine what you would be like in an Uber cab. I know what I'm all about. <laughs> Trust me, that's why I'll they don't pick you up. I'll give you a hint how I am in a cab. I'm, I'm very thoughtful. We were kind of, we went to the restaurant show out in Javits one night, and I was drinking black vodka at this booth, and I just drank so much. Then I was drinking in another booth. I got pie eyed. All my friends, we got in the cab, 
to go to the Palm Steakhouse. They all got out. I shut the door, and that was the last thing I remember. Wait, wait, wait. Did you was I, I felt like I was going to puke, so I started puking up in the top pocket of my shirt. <laughs> Next thing you know, I woke up the next day. I don't know how I got in the house. I don't know how much I paid the guy. I was about 200 bucks. But my girlfriend at the time came in the house and thought I defecated all over the bathroom, but I was projectile vomiting black vodka all over the place, and I broke every candle that was in the bathroom. There was glass and blood everywhere. It was great. Did really say pie eye? Pie eye. It's your old pie eye. Pie eye. Your pie eye. And a hoot Wow. But, uh, I try not to throw up in the cab or throw up in my clothes or in a t-shirt anywhere, but I won't throw up in the cab. I was I was referring to me being a hard time hand for like cantankerously preaching and maybe talking a little abusive. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't talking about shitting and pissing and throwing up in their cabs. That's definitely why they're not picking your ass up. <laughs> All right. So well, you, got, you got him to admit it. <laughs> no, no, I didn't have the case. It looked like it looked like I had, you know, it was black, black bile. It was crazy. Yeah. Once you start, once you start getting bile involved, you don't know what really could happen. I mean, right. and you, you know, it was cool. A couple of chunks of hot dogs came out from when I ate them three years prior. <laughs> All right, so, on that note, we'll be right along. What are you doing, For a little bit. I am going to a party at a friend's house. Little me is coming. A couple of my other friends will be there. Um, I come? Nothing spectacular. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, after you said you fucking chunked up some hot dogs. Yeah, I was fucking my bra, Listen, we got a couple of minutes left. I want to get in this song, and I want to say this, guys. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to us and being a part of the show. Yes. We will be gone for a little bit. We should be back by February. Yeah, mid-February, um, mid-February hopefully. Mid-February, hopefully. Um, for real, everyone, Good thanks for all the support. And what? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll be back and we'll be better than ever. Yes, sir. Rob is the man, everyone. Rob is the man. He's awesome. He's going to do it. On that note, I'm going to end this with this song right here. Oh, yeah, baby. This is my jam. In the days with a woman and kind, smoke my stuff and drink. Oh, my woman.
to tremble and shake The children of the sun begin to wait Watch out Myself, it's not as hard, hard, hard as it 